Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From News Radio 1080 KRLD. We will hear argument this morning in case 19-1392, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. It was a Supreme Court session unlike anything heard in 50 years. Why do we now say that somehow Roe and Casey are so unusual that they must be overturned? The rights of personhood begin um, at conception. You say that this is the only uh, constitutional right that involves the taking of a life. What difference does that make in your analysis? It's a decision that reworks the legal landscape. Well, I'm just over the moon. You know, um, my father, Joe Scheidler, fought for nearly 50 years to this day. This is a day that the most contentious ruling in decades has been rendered by the U.S. Supreme Court. I'd like to focus on the 15-week ban because that's not a dramatic departure from uh, viability. Viability. Roe versus Wade is overturned. This is a one-hour in-depth special report from News Radio 1080 KRLD. No political bias, just in-depth analysis on today's decision from the U.S. Supreme Court, how it impacts you, and what it means for Texas. Here's KRLD legal reporter L.P. Phillips. Good evening. The dust has been collecting on a 1973 Supreme Court ruling, and today a reversal landed with a thud. And it's going to be a while before all that dust settles. For 50 years, longer than most women in the United States have been alive, they have only known one abortion law, Roe v. Wade. Today, that changed. I'm Steve Kathan. The U.S. Supreme Court overturns the Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion. There was swift reaction from President Biden. Let's be very clear. The health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. That didn't matter to the pro-life crowd at the U.S. Supreme Court. I, I'd be absolutely uh, clear with everybody. Uh, this is not our uh, court. It's another, it's another jurisdiction. But clearly it has massive impacts uh, on people's uh, thinking ar around the world. It's a very important decision. I've got to tell you, I think it's a big step backwards. I've always believed in uh, a woman's right to choose, and uh, I stick to that view, and that's why the, uh, the UK has the, the laws that it does, and we recently took steps to make sure that those laws were 
enforced throughout the whole of the of the UK. That was British Prime Minister Boris Johnson reacting from across the pond. Here in North Texas, the reactions are just starting. Dallas police have been having plans put into place just in case there are problems. Our reporter Alan Skaya was taking it all in. Local, state, federal agencies are also getting ready for a weekend of protests following uh, following the ruling. Uh, crews have added fencing outside the federal building here, and they're now boarding up windows nearest to the sidewalk. Police say they're preparing for the possibility of protests through the weekend. One woman walking into the federal building says she understands why they're boarding it up after George Floyd protest and the January 6th riot. And she says this shows to, to her that Dallas will allow peaceful protests, but work to keep people safe. I see that there is a lot of security. Dallas as a city has a lot of security. It really protects its citizens, but yet allows for all of these things to happen. So. I think it's great. I mean, I'm, I feel safe in Planned Dallas. Planned Parenthood is planning protests with the head of Planned Parenthood saying there's no sugarcoating today's ruling, saying they all, they can uh, already perform just a fraction of the services they had been allowed to perform earlier. That's a result of SB 8 last year. Governor Greg Abbott countered, calling this the correct ruling to reinstate the rights of states to, in his words, protect innocent unborn children. Reporting live, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KRLD. We will have it all covered. Tweet your questions to us at, at KRLD. We'll do our best to get them answered. You're listening to a one hour in depth special report Roe versus Wade overturned. Stay with News Radio 1080, KRLD for unbiased continuing team coverage and analysis on the U.S. Supreme Court's decision, how it impacts you, and what it means for Texas. Nothing is easy when you talk about abortion, and the actual opinion was no exception. The main case, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health, was the case ruled on by the conservative court uh, supermajority, 6-3. to three. Here is where there has been some confusion. Five of those justices on the winning side said they are overturning Roe v. Wade, using Dobbs as their vehicle. In a concurring opinion, Chief Justice John Roberts says he agreed with the Dobbs opinion and its 15-week viability standard, he did not agree completely with overturning Roe. We can only do what we do best. Turn to our legal analyst, who is UNT Dallas law professor Brian Owsley. Brian, what in the world does this mean? Well, it means that Chief Justice Roberts wasn't ready to overrule Roe immediately. I think his vision for how he wanted the Supreme Court to, to move forward was to do it more incrementally. Um, he is in the position, being Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, is like being someone who has to herd cats. Uh, he has no control over the five other justices who are in the conservative block on the court. And so they are going to do what they want to do going forward. Uh, we saw a little bit of that back and forth in Alito's opinion, referencing, well, this is it. We're done. We've we've got Roe. And then we see Justice Thomas saying, I'm not sure we're done. We've got other things that we want to address. So uh, the law, we've got SB 8, which has been in effect since, uh, well, several months now. And uh, SB 8 says that you could civilly sue somebody. That is still in place until this takes over and this new trigger law starts in effect, what, 30 days? Well, uh, I w correct that is correct generally, I think. Um, the trigger law goes into effect in 30 days. Attorney General Paxton today said he wanted to basically start enforcing it right away uh, based on a pre-existing, pre-dating Roe uh, statute, but that was 
basically thrown out uh, by Texas courts at some point, so he would have to get around that hurdle. But SB 8 is still good law, and I think even when the 30 days is up, you can still have SB 8 at the same time as a remedy for people who are pursuing abortion, potentially out of state. Who knows how they're going to play it? You're a law professor. What happened to this uh, in the legal community? It's known as stare decisis, which means it's precedent. What what happened to Roe being precedent? The court decided that they didn't think it was valuable precedent, is essentially. And, and they go into a discussion about the five factors, and they analyze five factors. And, and most notably, they hang their hat on you know, not every decision by the Supreme Court that is precedential is going to live forever. So, and they point to some of the most notable examples. For example, Plessy versus Ferguson, which was decided. Brown versus the Board of Education. And, yeah, reversed by Brown versus Board of Education. And so they, they hang their hat on things like that and say this was so wrongly decided it was uh, necessary to overturn it. You and I talked earlier today, uh, during the confirmation hearing, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, uh, Coney Barrett, all said it was it was settled law. Uh, you kind of think they might have had their fingers crossed behind their backs. I think that, you know, well, it's clearly that uh, they didn't think it was settled law because they came back and they uh, basically signed on to the majority. Now, the one person I would say maybe potentially is Kavanaugh, who at the oral argument and in his concurrence today basically said, well, it's not that Roe is necessarily uh, a bad decision in the sense of uh, uh, abortion. He just wants out of the abortion business. It's it's a different way maybe he's using that to justify his testimony. It certainly is the Supreme Court. Coming up, we're going to talk with both Texas Right to Life and Planned Parenthood. You're listening to a one-hour in-depth special report, Roe versus Wade overturned. Stay with News Radio 1080 KRLD for unbiased continuing team coverage and analysis on the U.S. Supreme Court's decision, how it impacts you, and what it means for Texas. Supreme Court's ruling today represented 50 years of efforts by groups like Texas Right to Life. Joining us on the Newsline, Senior Legislative Associate Rebecca Parma from Texas Right to Life. Uh, Rebecca, I don't have to ask you what your reaction is. We know that. But where do you go from here? Yeah, well, thank you for having me. And even though this is a great work day, there is still a lot of work to do for the pro-life movement. Really, at Texas Right to Life, our focus now is on how do we fully enforce our pro-life laws and how do we build a fully pro-life Texas? And that's kind of where we move now in a post-Roe world. You uh, got probably more than you wanted today because I know you were hoping that they upheld the Dobbs uh, versus Jackson. I know that you were also uh, knowing that SB 8 was there as a backup plan in case it didn't, in case something went different. Uh, but I think you, uh, when uh, we saw that the 5-4 ruling to actually overturn Roe, uh, just, Justice Roberts did not join in that, but the uh, five other conservative justices did. Uh, what what were you thinking when that landed? Yeah, well, you know, we had kind of a sneak peek with that leak that came out in early May, and we were excited to see that, but we weren't going to celebrate until we saw the final result. Um, and we were obviously very, very thrilled to see the full overturning of Roe. I mean, our view is that that's an unjust decision that fabricated a right to abortion and devalued a whole class of our 
uh, overturned, we have the chance at the state level to protect our preborn neighbors. Uh, Justice uh, Alito uh, more or less said that he, he said this is tapping the brakes. This is it. There isn't going to be any more. And as Brian Owsley uh, mentioned to me during a break, there that isn't necessarily the case. Justice Thomas says he wants to continue forward. Are there other items that you are now looking forward to presenting in Texas? Um, well, I mean, certainly at this point, our focus is on how do we make Texas, like I said, a fully pro-life state where women and families can thrive. And so we're going to be looking to things during the next legislative session, like increasing and protecting the alternatives to abortion program, making sure pregnant students are protected from discrimination and reforming CPS and adoption processes. That's kind of where we're going to start focusing at Texas Right to Life. Senior Legislative Associate Rebecca Parma with Texas Right to Life, thank you very much for joining us tonight. On the other side, Sarah Wheat is with Planned Parenthood. It's a group that has already made it clear they aren't going anywhere. They are still in business. Sarah, where do you guys go from here? Yeah, thank you so much. So, you know, today's ruling creates a public here a public health care crisis. Um, five um, members of the U.S. Supreme Court have now created an extraordinarily devastating situation for Texans and many other across this country who are no longer going to be able to access an abortion safely. When you ban abortion, you force somebody to carry pregnancy to term, regardless of their health situation. You force them to travel across states to access an abortion safely, or you force them outside the healthcare system. All of those have potentially very negative, devastating outcomes for the people involved, and it is on the politicians of this state to take responsibility for the health crisis they've just created today. Speaking of politicians, where have the politicians in Washington been on this if more than half the nation uh, says, according to the polls, that they uh, approved of Roe versus Wade? Why has there never been an effort to codify this and make it a law? You know, I think that's a good question. I think we're going to see what comes from today's ruling um, to have a new uh, a, a new to have this ruling today that is impacting millions of Americans and is so out of step with what Americans believe should be a right. Here in Texas, for someone who has been raped or is pregnant as a result of incest to not even allow access for those abortions to proceed, and we have a maternal mortality health care crisis here in Texas that our state politicians have done very little to address. And so now you've got more women potentially at risk as they're forced to carry a pregnancy to term that they may not be um, ready for either emotionally, physically, um, or need to be healthy so they can take care of their existing children. So this is a devastating uh, crisis that has been created for political gain. Sarah Wee with Planned Parenthood, thank you for joining us. Still to come, we want to talk to an abortion doctor who says business for him is going to be busy. We'll talk to the woman who first argued Roe v. Wade and a political scientist predicts what this impact could have at the ballot box. Plus, we answer your questions. You're tweeting us at at KRLD. News Radio 1080 KRLD. Your news now. CBS News Special Report. The right to an abortion is no longer a federally protected right. It might or might not be a state-protected one. This is the first time in the history of our nation that a constitutional right has been taken from the people 
of America. Vice President Kamala Harris after the Supreme Court released its long-expected abortion decision in a Mississippi case overturning the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision in the process. In Louisiana, that means no abortion unless the mother's life is in danger, period, and immediately. Attorney General Jeff Landry. And so the opportunity today is for other states to be able to take Louisiana as a template in order to protect the unborn. So the last Louisiana abortion clinic is now closed. President Biden promises whatever help he can offer for women seeking abortions away from their home states. CBS News Special Report. I'm Tom Foti. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You are listening to KRLD's coverage of Roe v. Wade overturned. I'm L.P. Phillips. There are protests across the country, including right here in North Texas. KRLD's Bailey Friday is in the square in Denton with more. The atmosphere is angry, shocked, and sad as women share their personal stories. We're here together. I am here for your girlfriends, your daughters, your wives. This law isn't to protect the kids. This law isn't to protect anyone. Planned Parenthood isn't just about abortions. It's about making sure women don't kill themselves as well. A group of about 200 people took to the streets after the testimonies. Many say they're planning to continue protesting all weekend. Bailey Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD. So what happens now to women who are still seeking abortions? There are 16 states making it or will make it illegal. This may be a story that repeats itself. When SBA took effect, women from Texas were forced to look elsewhere for abortion services. In El Paso, Dr. Franz Theard was ready. He closed his clinic in Texas, moved the operation he had to New Mexico right across the state line. He is bracing for a new wave of business and joins us now. So you still are in operation and still one of the few clinics around in that area? Well, we had a clinic in El Paso since 1984, but we also had a clinic in New Mexico since 2012. We felt for years that Texas was slowly going to erode our ability to help women. Your clinic in New Mexico, tell me how busy that has been since, say, SBA took effect and how uh, you expect an uptick now that this law is on the books? Before SB8, uh, we were seeing about 150 patients a month. But since the SB8, we've seen uh, about 100 patients a month more, all coming from the big four cities, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, San Antonio, Austin, and Houston. So 
We have increased our volume by 100 a month, and I suspect there'll be more. So we expect people to either drive 8, 12 hours to us, or preferably, I keep telling them, just get a flight, come in, get your pill, go back, and you're done. You mentioned a second ago, uh, get a pill. Is that generally what you prescribe, and, and how much, I'd say, what percentage of yours is a medical procedure versus a pill? The medical procedure is the pill. So basically, we don't do surgery anymore. One of the reasons we're able to accommodate another 200 patients a month is because what takes time and makes people wait weeks on end to get an appointment is the fact that those clinics that do surgery, it takes a lot longer because uh, recovery and all that stuff. So since we're only doing the pill, uh, patients can expect two to three hour wait by the time they register, get counsel, get the sonogram, get the pill and go home. You don't sound like a doctor who has any reservations. I've been running my own private OBGYN practice along with the clinic for since 1984. So I'm no spring chicken. It's something I want to do because honestly, if, if I quit, I, I don't see yet anybody replacing me. I'm sure a lot of uh, clinics in East Texas will be smart to relocate uh, into New Mexico because there's going to be a demand. Dr. Franz Hurd, Theard, uh, he's talking about his uh, clinic in New Mexico. Brian, i got to ask you this. Is it possible for the government, any government, state, federal, anywhere, to prohibit people from traveling to another state for an abortion? As it stands now, no. The United States Constitution affords a right to travel just like until this morning, it afforded a right to abortion, though. So it's it's a fundamental right that is not specifically enshrined in the language of the Constitution. And so you could see uh, the right uh, trying to take that right to travel for an abortion away. Interesting thought. Coming up, reaction to today's decision from the woman who initially argued Roe v. Wade. As our KRLD News special report, Roe v. Wade overturned continued. You're listening to a one-hour in-depth special report, Roe v. Wade overturned. Stay with News Radio 1080 KRLD for unbiased continuing team coverage and analysis on the U.S. Supreme Court's decision, how it impacts you, and what it means for Texas. When Roe v. Wade was first argued in a Dallas federal courtroom in 1970 and later before the U.S. Supreme Court, twice, it involved a former Dallas attorney named Linda Coffey. She was the one who initially contacted Norma McCrory about being Jane Doe. Now retired and living in east of the Metroplex, Ms. Coffey talked to us earlier today. First thing is your reaction. It's a bittersweet reaction because I remember how how thrilled I was when... Um, the late Sarah Weddington and I uh, found out almost 50 years ago that our challenge uh, challenge against the Texas abortion law was successful in the, when the Supreme Court ruled in our favor. When the ruling came down today, you just said bittersweet. Uh, I would have just thought you would have left it at bitter. What was the sweet part of it? Is there some loophole here or some opening that you see that I'm not seeing? I think it's just going to be a lot of extra busy work or something because I think what's going to happen now is that it's going to be with each state being allowed at least originally, at least in the short run, they're going to, they're, each state's going to be allowed to come up with their own rules about abortion. 
and I find that's going to be, I just know that that's going to seem sim a simpler thing than it is, and I think it's going to be just a, a mess of each state filing laws and then they're being challenged. So I think there'll be, I don't, there's no telling how many states there'll be lawsuits filed, and I think they'll be coming pretty soon. Uh, is there any point to those lawsuits, given the ruling today by the Supreme Court? Well, I <laughs> I hate to ever say just say that. No, I don't think it. I think I think that's one of the ways to go. I think it's. You have. To, I think you have to keep trying. Does today's ruling put us back where we were in 1972, or is it slightly different? It seems it's very. It's putting you back close to 1972. Your first challenge. I mean, the whole thing is called Roe v. Wade because Wade was the DA in Dallas County. And uh, your client was from Dallas. Right. Uh, you started, you said, in the federal courts. Yes, uh-huh. It was technically in the no the United States District Court for the Northern District of Texas, Dallas Division. So that three-judge panel ruled. They skipped the Fifth Circuit, then they went straight to the U.S. Supreme Court. The, re the main reason it did, I think, is because Henry Wade announced shortly after the ruling came down that he was still going to prosecute the law because... They had not included an injunction in the region. They just declared the law unconstitutional, but they hadn't enjoined further enforcement of it. And uh, that's how the case wound up in the Supreme Court. That's a little bit unusual. Is there any point you want to make that I am not asking you that you think is important to get out there today? Uh, well, I think that people that anyone that believes that women should have a should they should they should uh, Vote, always vote. I mean, just can continue to, to keep up with the issues and, and vote in their state. Linda Coffey, that is the former Dallas lawyer who initially argued Roe v. Wade. We have a question from a listener. Robert wants to know about stacking the court, which may be getting more momentum today. Okay, so we've got nine members on the court. The Republicans have been doing all the court appointments. Uh, is that likely to ever happen? Highly, highly unlikely. Uh, I think at this juncture, we had a, a conversation, you know, uh, last year uh, about it. Uh, Senator Manchin was vehemently opposed to it. Uh, I think uh, Senator Sistema out of Arizona also opposed to it. Now, both of them today have commented that they are unhappy with the court's ruling. Um, Senator Manchin went so far as to say that he was going to work with his uh colleagues across the aisle so that they could reinstore uh, Roe uh, from the federal level. I don't know if that's feasible. Um, so uh, is he likely to change his mind on no to packing the courts? Uh, to do so would require that both him and Sistema, along with the other 48 uh, members caucusing with the Democrats, to essentially get rid of the filibuster and go forward. There's limited time to do it uh, in advance of the November elections. I don't see it as a likely uh, outcome. Interesting thought. Hope we answered your question, Robert. Coming up, the political impact of Roe v. Wade. You're listening to a one-hour in-depth special report, Roe v. Wade Overturned. Stay with News Radio 1080 KRLD for unbiased continuing team coverage and analysis on the U.S. Supreme Court's decision, how it impacts you, and what it means for Texas. 
With any major shift in the paradigm, there is reaction. Today, there was glee from those who have objected to Roe. There is outrage from those who wanted Roe to stay. Will it translate at the ballot box? We are joined now by SMU political science professor Joe Cabilla. What about that, Joe? Uh, are they going to think about the price of gas when they vote, or are they going to think about Roe? We're a long way away from November, aren't we? It depends on what's what's going on. Obviously, um, general economic conditions, world conditions, uh, the situation in Ukraine, and things that will arise that we can't see right now are all factors that will influence votes. What you can say is that Democrats will push this as a way of mobilizing their uh, their electorate. Um, it doesn't look to be a good year for Democrats nationally. Um, this might help fire up their their base and increase turnout in a way that could help minimize losses uh, in the midterm elections. The flip side of that is that now that Roe is gone, um, Republicans may have less traction in trying to turn out their people because the boogeyman has been dispatched. I, I, let's. I, one of your colleagues, uh, to follow up on that, told me uh, it's it's akin to the Republicans being a dog chasing a car, catching it, and not knowing what to do with it. Now, is that fair? Well, I mean, the, sure. I mean, the, the the danger here for the Republicans, given that the majority of citizens approve of of, of abortion in some context, at least, right? The uh, the danger is you push this so far that you alienate those moderate Republican voters that still exist, and they may then cross the lines if you're running uh, candidates who are you know, talking about not only restricting abortion but prohibiting it in states. And take a look, for example, at Florida. They recently adopted a 15-week uh, cutoff for having an abortion. You can't have an abortion after 15 weeks. The legislature in DeSantos could revisit that. DeSantos is uh, eyeing a run for the presidency. Um, that could appeal to a certain core uh, constituency in the Republican Party, but it may hurt him and Republicans in the state of Florida. So um, coming into the fall, do you expect to see ads that are going to be highlighting this for the, at least the uh, the race? And in other words, uh, we don't have a, a U.S. Senate race here in Texas, but in other states where they do say, look what happens. Absolutely. And I mean, you'll see this, for example, in Georgia. There are a number of states where Democrats won narrowly uh, and where they uh, they're possibly going to have difficulty um, defending seats that they currently have, Arizona, for example. Um, any lever that they can pull to try to activate an already suppressed electorate, because realize in midterm elections, the turnout rate is much lower than it is in presidential years. So activating your people is a political strategy that can lead you to, to win a race that you otherwise might lose. Mitch McConnell, how much credit does he get here for helping to put the court where it is? This is Mitch McConnell's court. Mitch McConnell engineered um, holding off on replacing Scalia, and he engineered moving Amy Coney Barrett into Ginsburg's spot just before the start of uh, last last term. So this is McConnell's court. This is his dream come true. 
Is there any chance at all that the Democrats could pick up a Supreme Court justice before Biden is out of office? Uh, lots, lots depend on what happens in the, the midterm elections um, in, in November. If you look at the age of the justices, this is a relatively young court. Thomas is the oldest justice. Uh, the only other justice in his 70s is Alito, and I think he's 72. But everyone else is in their 60s or 50s, uh, with Barrett being 50 or 51, I believe. So the likelihood of Thomas stepping down with Biden as president is is nil, okay, unless something happens. Um, so it would be very difficult for Biden to have another pick at this point. Joe Kabilov, uh, political science professor from SMU, thank you very much for being with us tonight. As we say, today's ruling has two distinct sides, few in the middle. Supreme Court justices are nominated by the president and confirmed by the U.S. Senate. Going forward, the laws that affect abortion come from the state legislature and the governor. All of those that I just mentioned are elected. To paraphrase my father, a World War II veteran, get off your duff and vote. Paraphrase because I don't think he ever used the word duff. You get the idea. Thank you for listening. A big thanks to our guests taking their time out of a Friday and a shout-out to the behind-the-scenes crew on the afternoon shift. I'm L.P. Phillips. Good night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.